This podcast is for general information only. It is not intended as a substitute for general health care services. If you have medical conditions, you need to see your doctor. Use of this information is at the user's own risk. Welcome to FitRx with Dr. Greg Dennis. Join me as we challenge the standard sick model of healthcare. This is your source for everything health, wellness, prevention, fitness, biohacking, and more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of FitRx. I'm your host, Dr. Greg Dennis. So for all you ladies who listen, who are interested in just decreasing body fat, getting into better shape, I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. My guest is Allison Hensel, who is a uh, female bodybuilding competitor who does uh, figure competitions. I've had some, a little bit of bodybuilding here in the past. Uh, They've been men. Uh, I think you'll enjoy from a a female perspective, how I uh, found her was uh, on a a Facebook group page. That's a 50 plus um, bodybuilding competitors and uh, just happened to see a picture of a before and after the before. And I'll let her kind of expand on this, but the before being when she was more of a runner uh, and then kind of made that transition into bodybuilding and the transformation was, uh, very impressive. And so it caught my eye and I reached out to her. And so she's gracious enough to kind of tell her story and and be here uh, with us today. And so, uh, even if you're not interested in bodybuilding and, uh, you know, getting on the stage, I always think, uh, just hearing from people who do this and, and learning what they do in their lifestyle can translate over to just kind of normal people who you know just want to lose weight and get in better shape. So uh, I'm sure she's going to uh, you know give us a lot of good information. And so, uh, anyways, Allison, uh, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Doctor Dennis. Well, all right. Uh, I guess talk about if you will uh, take us through kind of your history of general wellness and and fitness and uh you know when was it of of the picture that I saw I guess that that back when you were uh I guess kind of a a runner and then uh just just start there and then we'll kind of get into uh how you got into bodybuilding okay sure so the picture that you saw of me in the Facebook group the picture of me on the left of me running that was my very first 5k race that happened in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It was the Packers 5K. Um, I set to reach that goal and I trained through a fitness app uh, from couch to 5K. And I took about three months to train and I completed that race. And back then when I was running, I really knew nothing about weight training, nothing about going into the gym and appropriately lifting weights to put on muscle mass. Weights, frankly, they scared me. So I was more of the cardio junkie type where I would go into the gym, get on the elliptical, get on the treadmill and just you know run outdoors. That pretty much consisted of my workout uh, regime. And I really didn't have a lot of knowledge about how diet positively impacts fitness and vice versa. So I was kind of just 
going through the motions with eating what I thought was healthy, not really mindful of my portion sizes. And uh, just going from there, I started to slowly clean up my diet, not transitioning over to weight training until several years later when I made the move uh, back to uh, the East Coast in Massachusetts. Uh, I found a trainer who was going through massage therapy school and he was looking for clients to practice on. So I went to his facility and it also happened to be his gym that he owned. He was a trainer at the time. He still is. And after I signed on for my first massage session with him, I made the decision that day, and this was uh, in 2020, I believe, that I wanted to learn uh, bodybuilding and weightlifting. So I started training with him and I noticed amazing results within months of training and December of 2020, and this was all through the pandemic. So we were virtually training. So I got in one session with him in the gym mm -hmm. And the gyms shut down immediately. So we did Saturday morning training sessions from my living room. And I started with very lightweight, a yoga mat. We did virtual training and eight pound weights, I think was my max that I was lifting at the time. And with consistency, I started to see some results, even with lightweight and getting my nutrition balanced. And then when the gyms reopened, in uh you know the following year i ended up getting back into the gym i ended up getting under heavier weights being consistent three days a week training with him doing at-home workouts dialing in my nutrition even more and i was seeing mm. six-pack developing my biceps were looking good i was leaning out looking really good so i decided that i wanted to enter into my first bikini competition so after the holidays, uh, January of 2021 is when I started prep for my very first show, which took place May of 2021. It was my first bikini competition with the OCB Federation, which is an all-natural bodybuilding federation. Uh, I started out on my own prep diet and realized I was under eating. I was losing weight quickly and probably losing some muscle mass along with that. So I ended up reaching out to a friend of mine who is also a bodybuilder and she had been in the, in the journey of bodybuilding and competing for quite a long time. And I had been following her journey and was very inspired by her. So I reached out to her to see if maybe she could help me with getting on track with competition diet and help me out to maintain my muscle mass, even grow a little more and not be so hungry and eating into muscle. So February of 21, she got me on my first nutrition plan in prep for competition. And I've been working with her ever since. She's a dear friend. She has helped me through so much. She's taught me a lot about nutrition about the world of bodybuilding, the importance of eating enough to reach your goals. And uh, we work really, really well together. She's one of my closest friends. Yeah, so I've been, uh four competitions now with her. Wow. 
Uh, well, that's amazing. I didn't realize this was so new to you. The fact that you have just been doing this in the last couple of years, uh, that's impressive. Uh, and so <clears throat> that was a great kind of summary. I, I definitely want to get into some specifics of all that. But uh, tell me about your kind of fitness, uh, you know, in your 20s and 30s. I, I, I will add for the audience. Um, I believe you told me you're 49 now. Is that correct? I am and, 49, 50 yeah, and, and and, and so that just makes it that much more impressive, uh, you know, for people to know that they they can change their body even, you know, at, at this age. Uh, but, you know, what what was your uh, fitness level like? What did you do in like your 30s and, and 40s? 30s and early 40s were spent doing uh, cardio kickboxing, <laughs> uh, a lot of the step aerobics classes when that was all the rage, uh, not really anything with weight training. I knew nothing about it. Weight scared me. So I really was just a cardio based uh, fitness type person. I'd go for walks outside. Um, I didn't really take up running until 2015 when I ran my first race. Um, I mean, I've been an athlete all my life growing up, having played youth sports, soccer, softball. I was a competitive gymnast uh, going through high school. I also took up dance from the age of three. So I've been on the stage. I've had sports and competitiveness within me my whole life, just not to uh, you know, where I'm at now with, with getting on stage. But I basically, my whole life was spent doing cardio up until 2020 when I made the transition over to bodybuilding and weightlifting. Okay. Uh, what, what was your diet like when you were doing the, the cardio stuff? Like when you trained for your 5k, um, you know, what was, what kind of stuff were you eating? Uh, a lot of processed mm -hmm. food a lot of boxed foods, uh, not a lot of wholesome foods. I mean, I would get in my fruits and vegetables and, you know, lean meats here and there, some protein shakes, but nothing consistent. Um, a lot of takeout, you know, pizza on Friday nights, cooking, you know, pasta, a lot of pasta with meatballs and, uh, you know, boxed uh, dishes, meals, things like that. Things that really I don't even touch anymore. I just can't fathom eating that way anymore. One of the things that 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 caught my attention from your pictures, uh, because I tell people all the time <clears throat> that uh, because I see this so often that when when people want to get in shape uh, and 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 they want to try to lose weight or lose body fat, for whatever reason, the first thing they think of a lot of times is cardio, sometimes even long distance cardio like running, like train for a five k or a ten k, or they'll say, I want to do my uh, I want to train for a half marathon. And, and I tell people that's great if you just really enjoy running and and you just want to do a half marathon or a marathon to, you know, scratch that off your bucket list. Um, and it's it's certainly better than sitting on the couch doing nothing. However, if your goal is to get as shredded as possible and, and uh, then, you know, that's certainly not at the top of the list. Of, of doing, you know, long-term cardio and you have to, uh, to add in weights and, and, you know, uh, do it a little differently if your goal is to lower body fat as much as possible. And so, uh, I, I just think that's, um, kind of a misconception a lot of people have is that if they just go and run and do cardio and a lot of those people are eating kind of pretty high carbohydrate carbohydrates processed foods, as you, as you mentioned, and they're just not getting the results that they desire. And so, 
I guess for you, when you were doing that, and this was just a few years ago, uh, you know, what, what made you start thinking differently? What made you start thinking about weights and, and what, you know, what was that kind of switch that flipped for you to think, okay, I got to do something different if I really want to start dropping this body fat, take us through that. Right. So I just noticed a pattern with doing cardio. I really was not leaning out. Um, I wasn't really losing a lot of weight. I wasn't really changing my diet either at the same time. And I was just ready for a change. I felt like, you know, just because I'm getting older doesn't mean age has to define who I am. I don't want to fit into the mold of society where, oh, I'm going to be 50 in so many years and, you know, I'm going to look it or, you know, it's going to limit my ability mm -hmm go after goals and dreams. It was quite the opposite. Um, I wanted to see how far I could push myself and what I could achieve. I mean, I did have the goal back in 2016. I did declare to some friends at a training that I eventually had a goal to get on stage and compete in my first bodybuilding competition. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I didn't know the path I would take to get there. But you know, the universe works in mysterious ways and it brought people into my life who were meant to be there at the time that it was needed and everything fell into place. And, you know, years later, I got onto the stage for the first time and checked that off my bucket list as one of my goals. And I just felt that I had more within me. There was there was something more. I just felt it within that cardio. It's fun, but it's not getting me the results that I want. And always having somewhat of an athletic build, I knew that I could achieve more. So I went after it and I'm um, just never looking back. Uh, it's mm -hmm. amazing what the body is capable of, of accomplishing when you put in the dedication, the consistency and the time working on nutrition and the resistance training at the same time. So you got introduced to this with a trainer, you were doing it virtual. So started uh, doing a little bit of weightlifting, started noticing some difference. Uh, that encouraged you to kind of keep going, you know, keep keep doing more. Uh, and then you said you did your first competition and and it just kind of went from there, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about, you know, specific training, um, you know, looking at your pictures and, and you on stage. I mean, your, your body fat was incredibly low. Uh, so take us through... Um, I guess just a little bit about your routine. First, let's talk about the, the the weightlifting side of it. Talk about what you do now. What does that look like throughout the week? I mean, I'm sure you still do a little bit of cardio, you know, to get that shredded. But um, just talk about, you know, when you when you first started and learning that and just kind of how that has evolved, what you're doing now as far as um, specific type of workouts. So during the competition competition prep, I was incorporating cardio, but it was steady state cardio, keeping my heart rate within the fat burning zone. And that was always post either fasted or post weight training. Um, it is a higher intensity of incorporating cardio into the competition prep to shred down body fat for sure in combination with diet and with the weightlifting. So I, the last two weeks of my last prep, I was up to about 90 minutes of steady state cardio a day. So I would go up, I would be up at four in the morning oh, wow. and I would do 50 minutes of steady state cardio, keeping my heart rate within that fat burning zone. And then I would eat, then go and work. And then after work, 
you know, do some weight training and then finish up with another 40 minutes of cardio to shred down to that low body fat to get stage ready. But right now off season where I'm building and I'm working on putting on more size for my next show, which will be in another year from now, I am still doing cardio. It's five days a week, 30 minutes each session. And I am weight training five days a week. I work two days a week with my trainer and we do legs on one of those nights. And then we alternate body parts each week. And uh, I am also in the gym working out on my own the other three days of the week with two active, one active rest day a week, and then one total rest day a week, which is Sunday. So I am active um, five out of the seven days or six out of the seven days a week. And I'm also very clean with my nutrition 90% of the week. I am following a strict diet, but there's also balance involved. It's not an all or nothing approach for me. Like I'll have my burger and fries on Saturday night with a couple of drinks just to enjoy. And that gives me something to look forward to at the end of each week after working really hard in the gym, training, eating clean all week. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into that a little bit because I mean, I've just, barely dip my toe a little bit in the, in the bodybuilding world, but certainly have a lot of friends that are, uh, have, have done shows. Uh, to me, it's the diet that, um, prevents most people from getting this ripped and, and doing this kind of lifestyle. I mean, especially men, you know, they don't mind going to the gym and they'll put in the work at the gym. Uh, I feel like m- most people will not, you know, do the necessary diet, uh, and, it, and it is difficult. I mean, I, I will admit. So talk about what that looks like for you, especially when you first started doing all this, how how your diet changed from when you were doing, you know, a lot more cardio uh, and, you know, what that was like and then just what your typical diet looks like now today. So in going back to my cardio days when I was running, uh, it was a lot, like I said before, it was a lot of processed foods, takeout foods, going out to restaurants more often, not really prepping food at home, not having a plan, just reaching for something when I was hungry, you know, still eating some healthy foods, but not anywhere near to the caliber that I'm eating right now. And then when I made the switch over to bodybuilding in 2020 and got really serious about changing my body composition, I became more mindful of what I was putting into my body and realizing that if I don't get my nutrition straight, I'm not going to get results. So as soon as I made that flip to meal prep and, you know, planning ahead for success, getting all of my lean proteins, my vegetables, my healthy fats, balancing all of that out, then I started to really see some results in the gym. So nutrition really is vital. If you don't have your nutrition dialed in, you really won't see the results that you could see if your nutrition was on point. So my diet now consists of whole foods, nothing processed. I cook everything from scratch. Um, I eat a diet high in lean meats, like 93.7 turkey. I'll do 92% lean beef, a lot of broccoli. I'll do jasmine rice, sweet potatoes, egg whites, natural oats, avocado, um, a lot of extra extra virgin olive oil is within my diet, Um, you know, natural peanut butter. So I've completely transformed the way I eat. And I've also changed my relationship with food too. 
I mean, I do have a history of uh, emotional eating and I've gotten a hold of that and have really come to terms with food as not a punishment or something that is good or bad in that sense, but I use it as fuel. I look at it as fuel. Like if you're setting off to take a road trip, you have to fill your car with fuel for it to go long distance. Same thing with the body. Our body is our vehicle. It's what we use to move throughout our day to work out. If we're not feeding it clean fuel, then we're not going to get those results in the gym. So I've completely transformed my mindset from eating whatever I want and working out, thinking I'm being healthy to actually doing the work that it takes to live this healthy lifestyle. And that is consistency. It's eating on plan like six days out of the seven every week and then enjoying that one treat meal on Saturday nights. And it's just, it's worked for me. It's been an amazing balance. It's been a great journey and uh, I'm, very much excited and looking forward to what my 50s have in store. So do you have a certain uh, macronutrient ratio that you shoot for, certain percentage of carbs, protein, fat? <clears throat> um, I do. And the girl who I work with on my nutrition kind of calculates all that for me. She, she plans my meals for me, or I do the cooking, but she lets me know, you know what to eat. We do check-ins twice a week on Fridays and Mondays. Um, I'll send in scale weight and um, she'll adjust my macros and my calories according to how I'm doing. And right now I'm kind of in a maintenance phase. So uh, I did a really great reverse out of the show in July and we slowly started introducing calories and foods back into my diet. And now I'm in maintenance. I eat the same meals every single day. So I know exactly what to expect and uh, I love it. I don't deviate from it. And I feel very strong. And I'm getting amazing lifts in the gym. I'm getting stronger each week. And yeah. it's just proven that it works. When you have your nutrition right, uh, get the results in the gym. Take us through, if you will. I'm assuming you're probably eating, you know, small meals throughout the day. Uh, take us through, since you pretty much eat the same thing every day, what those look like. I mean, you don't have to be real specific, but what is a breakfast, right. lunch, supper? What, what what does that look like? Oh, I eat six times a day. I eat uh, timed meals, not timed to the minute, but I'm eating at least every three hours throughout the day. So from the time I wake up, I'm eating my first meal, three hours later, the next meal and so on until I have all six meals within me. Um, I do a pre-workout meal, which consists of, you know, a whey protein shake, uh, rice cakes. That's what I typically have right before a workout. I do my post-workout whey protein shake. Uh, morning is uh, egg whites with oatmeal. I do very little fruit, but I get a little bit, some blueberries in the morning, about 40 grams. And that's another thing portion control, it has to be exact. And I weigh and I measure everything I eat, even in off season, nothing is guessed. Everything is to the half cup, to the ounce, to the tablespoon, everything is portioned appropriately so that I'm within my macros. I'm eating currently about 2,200 calories a day right now. Uh, carbs, are a little over 200. I'm eating about 52 grams of fat per day and about 165 grams of protein. That's my current diet now. 
and just looking at you, uh, you don't look like you weigh anywhere close to that. So you're getting what about one and a half grams of protein per pound of body weight is what I guess around there. About that. Yes. Okay. Correct. Uh, and, and I think that's an important point. I don't think, uh, men or women in general, uh, especially when they're trying to get lean, I don't think most of them get enough protein. Uh, and, and it's, it's hard to get that protein. I mean, it is, you've got to plan for it exactly like what you're doing. Um, and, uh, it sounds like you're eating whey protein, lean Turkey, uh, you know, chicken, that fish, that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Correct. Okay. Uh, what, what changes, um, you know, you're off season right now, uh, what changes specifically in the diet when, um, you know, before you get on stage, uh, obviously your cardio is going to increase, but, uh, and then you're probably going to back your calories off just a little bit, but, but what else changes within that? Um, well, what else changes within the competition prep? Is that what you're asking? Right. What, what changes diet wise before the, so- before the show? is brought down because you know a lot of protein can cause some bloating and uh, fats are reduced down to almost nothing carbs are also reduced down really really low so I'm not gonna lie it <laughs> it's uh, pretty grueling when it gets towards the end of prep I mean it starts out pretty good but then each week you slowly start to take a little bit of food away cardio increases and um Pretty much the two weeks leading up to the show, you're in a pretty deep deficit to get that body fat down to a really, really low number. And cardio is is high. So uh, it is less uh, protein for sure. But to maintain that, you know, the muscle mass, you don't want to lose it before getting on stage. It's just a very scientific way of going about feeding the body appropriately so that you're not cutting into muscle. So it's a fine line between, you know, eating enough carbs, but not so much that, you know, you're, you're not shredding that last bit of of body fat. Uh, Water count does go down somewhat, you know, a couple of days leading up to the show. And um, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. The whole process. What, what recommendation would you give to people who are listening, who, uh, you know, hear what the the type of stuff you're eating and and would just say, I, I, I can't do that. I can't eat the same thing every day like that. And I'm busy. I'm on the go. I'm, you know, chasing kids around, whatever. Uh, And, and of course, a lot of people, they're eating fast food. They're not, they're not planning. Um, What is your recommendation to them? I mean, not again, people necessarily want to do bodybuilding, but just get healthier and and want to drop some body fat, how can they um, just incorporate some of the things that that you're doing? Well, I think it all boils down to what you want out of life. Do you want to feel good or do you want to be paying hospital bills because you're sick? You know, it's just a matter of priority and it doesn't have to be an all or nothing approach. A lot of people get that wrong where they think I have to starve myself and restrict calories and do all these things to lose weight. And that's not the case at all. I'm a firm believer in balance and making small daily changes, whether that be cutting out drinking pure sugar soda 
just cutting that out alone is a lifestyle change. You'll lose weight just getting rid of all that sugar, which is toxic, right out of your system. Just incorporating more wholesome foods. It doesn't have to be gourmet meals. Uh, just getting in some movement every day. It doesn't have to be weightlifting. Get outside, go for a walk. It doesn't have to be high intensity training, but just move your body every day in some capacity to stay you know, mobile, to just get your cardiovascular health in check and just start eating more wholesome foods, vegetables, incorporate lean proteins, and just those small daily changes make that a habit. And then after you break bad habits, you know, it takes about three weeks to break bad habits, 90 days to make a lifestyle change. Before you know it, you'll start to see a difference in your body. You'll start to feel better. You'll have more energy. And then that might motivate you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Really, anybody can do it. If I can do it, going from being a runner, 160 pounds to, you know, a bodybuilder changing my life completely. Anybody can do it. I love motivating other people and I just love to help people feel empowered. And as a personal trainer and a nutrition coach, that's my job is to lead the way for others and show them what is possible when you get on the other side of your fears. Yeah. Very nice. How do you, I guess, resist the day-to-day temptations you said you have one cheat meal a week but you know day to day uh you know if you're somewhere and there's chips and brownies and you go to a birthday party and you know there's ice cream uh how do you resist all that it's taken me a long time (laughs) (laughs) a lover of the sweets i do have a sweet tooth not gonna lie there um i stay within the mindset that If I eat that, is that going to help me achieve my goals? Because what I do off season directly impacts my next competition. So people might not look at it that way. Like they may think that, oh, your competition is over. You can eat whatever you want, but that's the furthest thing from the truth. The more behaved you are and more disciplined you are off season going into the next prep for your next show the better off you're going to be, the less cardio you're going to have to do. So the better shape you are going into that next prep, the better results you will achieve. And I am going for my pro card for my next show in 2024. The year I turned 50, I am declaring it right now. Right. I'm getting pro card. <laughs> I was just going to ask you what your uh, future goals are in the bodybuilding world. So Future goals is to become a pro figure competitor. Mm-hmm. And I want to go on to compete at the pro level. That's my next. Very nice. All right. Uh, So talk briefly, if you will, what would you say? Because a lot of women, uh, as you mentioned, are just kind of scared of weights. Correct. And and they will say, well, I I don't want to bulk up uh, and, and, you know, or or they just don't know what to do. And um, talk about that, if you will. What would you say to, to women who just want to get started and just don't know what to do there. Well, I, like most women out there, also had that same fear thinking, oh, if I pick up weights, I'm going to bulk up and look like a man. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. I've never looked better. I've never felt better than I do now with weight training. Um, It's impossible to bulk like a man unless, number one, you're taking uh, steroids 
And number two, lifting massive, massive weight. And it takes a lot of food to be able to put on that much muscle to look that masculine. So unless you're doing all of those things, I would not let weight scare you. Um, I would just honestly hire a trainer. I wouldn't go about it on your own if you've never lifted weights, if you don't know anything about weight training, hire a reputable trainer and work with someone who knows about bodybuilding. That's my advice. And that's exactly what I did. And it was the best decision I've ever made. So just going forward, keep moving, get into the gym. Resistance training has been known to help uh, build bone density in women, especially with osteoporosis. As we age and get older, we want to strengthen those bones and we want to just feel good and look good. It's more, not so much about the aesthetics, which is a positive side effect of the weight training. It's just feeling good. And when you're feeling good and your confidence level is up, you can accomplish anything you set out to do. It's just such an amazing lifestyle. I can't speak highly enough about it. Well, uh, how can people find you? And um, I, I know you're you're on Facebook. Um, are you on Instagram? How can people just kind of follow you? I am on Instagram. My handle is South Shore Fit Mom. And I also have another Instagram, Heart First Fitness. Uh, I am NCF, NCSF certified personal trainer and sport nutrition coach. And I also work at Momentum Custom Fitness. It is a gym in Hingham, Massachusetts. We've got a wonderful team of people there who can also help you to train and transform your body and your mindset. I do nutrition coaching for them and independently as well. So I would love some follows. And if anybody has any questions or wants to reach out, if you have nutrition questions or anything with bodybuilding, I would love to talk with you and uh, help you get started on your journey. Well, very nice. And I would, excuse me, I would encourage people to um, just, you know, look at, uh, your sites just to, to see you and your transformations, and especially, uh, when you're on stage and, you know, the, the, the body fat is, you're super low. Uh, and anyway, it's, it's pretty impressive. So, uh, congratulations to you and, and your journey, uh, wish you lots of luck in the future. Um, and just appreciate you sharing, uh, your story and insights with us today. Um, and I guess as we, uh, wrap up here. Um, as my guests know, I always, or as the listeners know, rather, I'm always asked my guests if they would uh, give us one health tip that could make us healthier today. What would you say to that? I would say to them, anything is possible. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your goals. Get moving every day and uh, just start eating a healthier diet. Uh, you know, get rid of the processed food. Processed food is toxic, it's poison, it's no good for our body. And how you treat your body is how it's going to treat you back. You put clean food in your body, it's going to give you great results and great energy. If you're eating fast food every day, you're not going to feel good. And, you know, risk for disease goes up much higher. So my advice is if you want to live a long, healthy life, get moving and get eating clean. Very nice. Great advice. So, well, okay. Uh, Miss Allison Hensel, uh, certainly appreciate your time and appreciate everyone listening. Hope you got something out of this and uh, we will talk to you next time.
Hey, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to FitRx. I invite you to share this with friends and family. If you would like, you can check out our website at vibrantlifedc.com or you can email me at drgreg at vibrantlifedc.com.